Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Surviving the Suck podcast. We are in season three, which is all about hope, healing, love, light, laughter. It's about all the things that really come after. Sometimes the worst is over, um, but also learning through those experiences and how we can survive the suck together. So I'm your host, Haley DeGrieff, and I am here today with two amazing human beings who we actually found out through TikTok their story and their experience and you know on this podcast sometimes I find myself bashing social media but this is one of the really good things that social media brought to us was Jake and Joe Sharp and I am super excited for all of you to hear their story today and their mission and why they're here to share with us so Jake and Joe I am more than excited to have you both on this podcast today you are both amazing but could you please tell the audience a little bit more about who you are um, and why you're here today. And whoever wants to start, jump in. Love yeah, it. you got both of us. You got twins here. So yeah, thanks. Haley. First, thanks, Haley, for having us. Um, we appreciate this opportunity to spread some more awareness, um, spread more hope. I love that intro. Hope, laughter, healing. That's that's what we're about. So we freaking love it. Um, I guess I'll start. I'm Joe. I'm the younger twin. And Haley found us on TikTok because we posted a couple mm-hmm. viral videos, um, not 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 seeking attention, but looking to spread awareness about our story and Sam's story. Sam is our little brother. Um, he was like, people called us the Sharp Trio. He was 16. And... Um, we were 18 at the time, but he, we lost Sam to suicide. We lost him about three and a half years ago. Yeah. Three and a half. Um, so it's, it's been a little bit now, but the pain is still the same of losing someone. Um, and more than that, losing someone to suicide and having someone that close to you takes, take their life um the pain is is here our family still um it's it's a daily thing like we have a family group text and daily is usually someone in the family opening up about um the sadness that they're feeling or the anger that they may be feeling about sam and him not being here And, and i love that intro Haley. first because sam was all about laughter he was all about like love and he showed his love to so many people like he was he was someone that loved everyone and just made everyone smile yeah and everyone wanted to be his friend and he wanted to be everyone's friend but that and Haley, i bet you know with the people that you talk to and the the work that you're doing we we freaking love the work that you're doing and the people that we've lost suicide because we know many young people it's sad but we know a lot of young people that have lost their battle and and they um are no longer here um they they were those type of people they were fun they were the class clown they were the most lovable people and that was damn Mm -hmm. no yeah we're like we're super grateful to have this opportunity and it's only because that's our purpose is um 
mental health. Like that's how we want to impact others. So um, we're blessed to be here with you talking and um, hopefully we're, we're, we can touch others to, to keep fighting and keep, um, and, and to know that there is um, better times going. There's hope, always hope. Yeah. And I don't know how much of the story you want us to go into. Um, I know I touched on like we lost him three and a half years ago, but me and Jake were, we weren't here when we lost him. Yeah. We were, um, we were serving like a church mission. We were both in Mexico. Um, wow. He was in the Northern part of Mexico and I was down South near the Mexico city. And so we were just a couple months into our church mission. They're usually two years. And um, we, uh, we got a call. No, no one wants to receive a call like that, that our, our little brother um, took his life that, that afternoon. And so our life just kind of turned upside down. It's, it's something that I wouldn't wish on anyone. Um, the pain is indescribable. Like it's so mission driven. It's so purpose driven because we know that Sam, even though like there's so many feelings with grief, but also struggling mentally because I've, I've had my struggles in high school with depression. I hopped on medication. Like I, I was heavily depressed after we lost Sam. Jake struggled with some things with anxiety and stuff and hardships in life. And we, we want, and Sam would want us to use this as a way to help others because like me and Jake are not standing here or using our platform to be, be like these perfect people. Like, Hey, like now that we're out of this, we can help you because we're perfect. No, we, we want to help people because we still struggle. Yeah. Like we want to help people because it's a daily battle. And we, we know that Sam struggled daily and that's what he would want. Absolutely. And it's, it's really beautiful to hear your story, Sam's story, but to even hear you being here today and what you do really every day to share his voice and his story. You know, I think, first of all, I'm so sorry for your loss because suicide is a completely different grief. I think it's probably the worst grief, um, honestly, in, in my personal opinion, because there is a lot of stigma involved. There's a lot of weird shame and weird guilt that really is not ours to carry but for some reason in society it's been there and and so it's it's almost been ingrained in us as human beings and what's also very difficult um when you lose someone close to you to suicide you know and, and i've experienced this through friends but never thank god never a family member um so i can't even imagine the immense pain that both of you feel but what i will say is when you lose someone like that I think it's so important, and this is why I love what you guys are doing, is it's so important to also talk about, like, the the joy that person was, you know, too. Like, you talked about Sam was full of love. Like, I loved that you said that because 
there's so many times where people just want to focus on how they died and not their life. And you two are really, I think, doing your brother um, a great service by doing that. So thank you for using your voices, because I think a lot of times when families especially lose someone to suicide, the first response is to kind of crawl in a hole and and, and not want to talk about it and totally respect that. But at the same time, um, it takes a great deal of courage to do what you are doing. So thank you for using your voice. And even like to piggyback on that, like even deeper, a lot of people tend to focus on like maybe the struggle that Sam went through or the mistakes maybe he he's made. But like you were saying, it's like celebrating Mm -hmm. the person he was and like the, the impact he had on, on other people's lives, even through his struggle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so when you think about, you know, his impact, you know, and, and even, I'm sure in the past, you know, three years, I'm sure that life, your perspective on life has completely changed. Yeah. I'm curious, you know, could you talk a little bit about like, how do you view life now? What, what lessons have you learned uh, within your grief? You know, whether it's good or bad, like what, how has that perspective changed for you? You want to go first? You go first. I think the biggest one, um, the way I think about life is first thing that comes to mind is um, I think we're we're always going to be tested with new battles. Like um, life is supposed to have its ups and downs. Um, I'm not at all saying like we shouldn't improve our mental health daily or um, keep fighting, keep keep hoping for a better future because I know that's a part of this life. But saying in a sense, like losing our brother was a new battle that we had to, to overcome, um, still missing him every day. And then there's even new battles, um, that came since losing our brother. So for me, one of the biggest perspective changes was life is, is a climb it's going to take um us managing it better it's going to take us learning new tools to get through it better finding the joy regardless of the circumstance that's Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing that comes to mind first for me um and (laughs) i don't like i hope no one thinks i sound like Oh, this guy ha- really has it together. I'm, I'm in fact, no. <laughs> <laughs> None of us have it together. It's okay. <laughs> so, like what I'm saying is like, we're, we're going, I, I believe that this life is um, about the growth. It's about the things we go through. It's, it's learning how to manage it better. It's learning how to um, find the joy in it regardless. Um, and I think that's what um, Sam would uh, something, one of the things Sam would tell us if he were here today is um, learn to, to find the joy. Yeah. And they, it, to quote Miley Cyrus, the climb. Yeah, I knew you were yes, going to Yes, I was just going to say, I love to yeah, 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 climb. You know, Haley, because that's, that was Sam's, like his favorite song. No I should have sang it. It's, sang in, it. it's in his, like most of his playlist. We play it. We played it at his funeral. We yeah. play it at like his birthdays when we celebrate him. 
That's like literally his favorite song. Mm -hmm. It's funny. Then we watched wow. that movie t like to this day, Hannah Montana. Yeah, it's so funny. We it's used a to great always movie. Watch it. Yeah, it's a good. It was like a, a good time. movie growing up. Oh yeah, I went into theaters to watch it when I was younger. I was <laughs> yeah. obsessed with Hannah Montana. Shout out Hannah Montana, Queen. Yeah. But so um, <laughs> yeah, now yeah yeah now I feel like we have to listen to the song for sure. I mean, it yeah I I love that you talked about the climb because um, it's so symbolic too. You know when you think about what lessons you learn in the valleys and what lessons you learn at the top of the mountain. And there's actually a quote that I use all the time that has to do with mountains. So I'm going to share it with you um, because it's, I, I believe it's so powerful. It's about how if you stand at the base of a mountain, this is a scientific fact. If I stand at the base of a mountain and I'm going to climb that mountain by myself, my brain perceives that mountain to be 30% steeper than if I'm standing next to someone who's going to climb it with me. So you think about life's a climb but we don't have to do it alone. You know, like we actually will, will have a better time. We'll have more confidence. We'll have more resilience if we climb it with someone else. So I, I love that message because um, life is a climb, you know, but if you're struggling to get through the valleys, don't be afraid to ask for help. Cause um, I know for me, that was, that was a struggle. I had a really hard time asking for help and I hit it for so many years. And then it, it really got me to the point of nearly attempting suicide that, it was like rock bottom. And I would say, don't wait for rock bottom to ask for help. So um, love what you said. Absolutely. Yeah, my response to that would be connection in life is everything. Like mm -hmm. connection with family, connection with others. And like hearing, like you're, you're in Kevin's interview. He touched on something at the end. He's like, like being a brother's keeper, like mm -hmm. a lot of part of this, like this life is about helping others and about showing love to others. And I really think that is because we're Christian yeah. um, and we, Sam was Christian. He like, and he showed the most Christ-like love. And I think that's what, life's main message is is to help others along the way because we're all growing but to find the connection mm -hmm. in life i think that's probably one of the perspectives i've taken on so yeah but without without it like without connection with your relationships with others like um i think you're always going to feel lost yeah. like you're always going to feel that uh emptiness. everyday struggle emptiness loneliness it, it it's a big in my opinion, or like if without connection, it's easier to feel depressed or feel anxious. Yeah. Like I think in my darkest times, um, easily more depressed, easily more anxious when I was alone. Yeah. Like when I didn't open up, um, when I didn't talk to a therapist or talk to my friends or talk to my family. Connection is absolutely everything. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel that because... I tried to do it alone for a long time and mm -hmm. you know, eventually it does weigh on you. And I always thought asking for help, I was terrified because I thought if I asked for help, you know, it, it's going to become this big conversation. It's going to be blown up way more than it needs mm -hmm. to be. It's going to bring me all this unwanted attention. Like it just, it terrified me to even think about asking for help. And really there was just this wall of fear, but it really actually took, um, me 
talking about it publicly, which is really ironic, right? Like talking about it publicly though, to be able to actually go to my parents and sit down with them and say, like, this is what I'm going through. This is what I have mm -hmm. gone through. And, you know, I think it was a huge surprise to them because I hit it so well, but I think about, I think sometimes people who hide it the most are the ones that struggle the most because they yeah. feel like their pain's a burden. And so yeah. how is, I would love to hear your thoughts on this too. How, how do you feel that, you know, we overcome that as a society and understanding that, you know, our pain isn't a burden. It's okay to talk about it. How do, how do you think that we can learn to overcome that and encourage people to start talking about it? That's a great question. And that's what me and Jake want to see because especially I know Haley, like it's, I'm not just being gender specific, but especially with men, we're yep. super silent and with Sam, with, we know a ton of, sadly, we know a lot of teenage boys that have, um, they've taken their life as well. It's, it's the silence, it's the shame around talking. It's the shame around the pain. I think, I think, and this is my opinion, steps forward is just, it's, it's a lot more love rather than shame. I think as a society, we need to kill the shame. <laughs> like me, me and Jake Haley, like not to like put, we're, we do like fitness and health coaching. And that's part of the things that we wanted to help impact people with their mental health and physical. Mm-hmm. The same thing with mental health is with physical health and like people, their, their relationship with food, um, exercise is so many people approach life with so much shame. So they never change with their fitness. They never learn to love themselves. Cause like, I think of, honestly, I think of Sam, how much sh shame he was wrapped up in with, a lot of things with the struggle he was going through with maybe mistakes he made in the past shame controls us and shame just leads us down to a negative spiral and so i think as a society we need to kill the shame and move towards freaking love mm -hmm. honestly that's my answer no i would definitely say love um move towards self-love um is definitely probably the number one thing I'm thinking. Second thing I would say is like people have to understand maybe like a reframe and we'll continue to preach this or like speak about this. Um, the pain is um, part of your story to embrace your story. Um, and that goes along with like loving who you are and who you're becoming um, because we believe really self-love is growing is changing is wanting more from yourself that's a huge part of of self-love and um, practicing real self-love but this i would say like that reframe society needs to look at pain like um it, it's part of your story what makes a great story is the the battles yeah. um is the hard times no one uh like someone that's just had it easy all their life. No, I, I don't like, of course there's no hate towards them, but like, that's not what people fall in love with. They fall in love with the real, they fall in love with the pain. So okay. I think that reframe will be huge too. Mm, yeah, absolutely. You had so many quotes that I want to put on a shirt now. Like the one um, you said, um, 
we have to kill the shame and move towards love. That we needs do. to be on the shirt. Yeah, that's 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 the Maybe truth. Maybe we can start I mean, a shirt like that. <laughs> a shirt company. Yes, a shirt campaign. Let's do it. Um, no, it, I mean, it is true. I think if we understand that there is love out there, you know, the response can be loving. But I also think, too, it's it's scary because when you speak up, sometimes I think you don't always know what the response is going to be from people. Oh, and right. something that we do with my nonprofit a lot is we um, try to identify the people in what we call the gray area. So whether that's the people that are struggling or it's the people who don't know how to help because they feel like they're not the expert. So they don't know how to talk yeah. about it. They don't know how to advocate. And so we're really trying to identify those people so we can give them the tools, the knowledge, the understanding, the community to feel empowered to advocate for other people or advocate for themselves. And it's been life-changing to see that. And it's also been life-changing for me to feel empowered. But now I know so many safe people that I wish I would have had growing up, you know, and my family was always amazing too, but I just was so fearful of the reaction of what if I'm not accepted or what if it's not loving, but you know, like you said, we got to kill the shame. We do. So I love it. I think that's awesome. Um, So for you too, I know you talked a little bit about fitness and that seems to be pretty strong in your life. So what has helped you cope with not only just grief, but your own mental health struggles, you know, throughout these past few years, I know you've, you talked a little bit about fitness, but what else really helps you um, day-to-day battle? That's, this is a huge question for me, Jake. I'm um, especially for me because I'm going to talk personally. Um, my high school year, I mean, my senior year in high school, um, I I started to, like, I, I grew up, me and Jake grew up, like, super um, skinny fat type. So we had zero to no muscle and then chubby bellies. And so, like, no self-confidence in our body um and so junior year senior year we we started in the gym and get serious about working out and so we got we we dropped a lot of the fat and got confident in our in our bodies but the like the funny thing is people a lot of times get so mistaken like they think that's that you're gonna that's gonna solve the problems like what i mean by that is like I thought like losing the fat was going to solve me beating myself up or me battling my depression. Being totally honest, my senior year, I struggled with my mental health probably more than I ever have in my life. Like I was in dark, dark depression. I was low. I felt lonely, even though I had friends around me. Like I was lost my senior year. I was so lost. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes to show as a fitness coach, like it it literally is not just about the body. It's not about just muscle. And that's what me and Jake are about because we know that personally. It's not about just the lean body or looking good or being in the gym. It's about so much more. And so we came back. Um, we gained a lot of a lot of weight in mexico we we, i gained around 45 pounds in like two months oh wow and jake gained about 55 and three yeah a lot a lot of weight we both put on must be that i don't know tacos or something yeah we can eat (laughs) it's just simple we can eat we could eat um but 
we came home knowing that we wanted to um, combine these two things is because we know the the super importance of physical health, mm-hmm. but we 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 also know that physical health is not just about dropping the body fat and putting on muscle. It's about so much more. It's about being mentally healthy, being emotionally healthy, finding connection in life. So my, my main answer is yes, exercise, eating great foods, because we know the connection between the mind and the body and what you put into your body exercise is the best antidepressant. But on the other side is what habits do you have to show that you love yourself to show gratitude i love your habit you 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 go over like three things in the morning and night of what you're grateful for mm-hmm. yeah it, me and jake have like a gratitude questionnaire every morning we like to reflect we journal a lot um therapy i think that that'd be mm-hmm. probably my biggest answer is therapy mm-hmm. like i got therapy for my grief but also therapy for my own struggles. Those are a couple of things. Yeah, definitely. Um, what Joe is talking about, as fitness coaches, we we understand. Like, we will continue to put out there the correlation between the mind and the body. Um, there's no doubt, like, moving your body, treating your, um, your body with the right food, actually eating the right things, and... Um, not just letting go, which we've been there so many times, let it, like eat overeating all the time. It's such a big part of your mental health, but it's not everything. Therapy is definitely up there, um, not only with grief, but like with dealing with um, mental health battles. It's it's crucial in our opinion, uh, way better than any medicine you can get on um, because you actually learn how to manage your emotions, your feelings. Um, um, I had two thoughts. One, the habit of learning how to forgive yourself, uh, tied with self-love. Like, um, and then two, this could be like a habit, but like more on comparison is the thief of your results and your joy. That's what we always yes. preach, preach to our, well, preach in our brand because it's both mental and physical health. You'll get more physical results when you learn how to forgive yourself fast and um in the right way not in a shameful way and then two mental health if if you don't learn how to forgive yourself for your mistakes or for um anything really you will struggle with mental health like you will constantly beat yourself up so comparison is going to steal your joy um if you're constantly comparing yourself to other people online which is a killer it's it's the biggest thing right now in our opinion um these teenagers these people in their 20s older people i don't think it's as much um but like 20s 30s and teenagers they're constantly comparing i want that body i want that car i want that relationship and they have no Uh they have no clue what it what it is the the reality of it so comparison tackling that making and making in a part of your everyday life, like just being coming aware of like, I have to drop the comparison, um, whether that's through journaling, whether that's through prayer, whether that's through just mindfulness. Um, I, I try to keep that apart. We try to keep that a yeah. part of our brand in our everyday life. And then learning to forgive yourself fast, uh, whether that's journaling, prayer, 
um, just practicing breathing, um, letting go of your everyday mistakes, letting go of the things that are bothering you is so key in my journey and coping um, and becoming the person that yeah. I want to become. Mm, wow. You both talked about so many good things. And when you talk about the comparison game, it's so real. And I love that you talked mm -hmm. about comparison being the thief of joy because something that my counselor told me actually was, because I struggled with comparison mm -hmm. a lot, especially during COVID when all you really could do was look at other people yeah. on social media yeah. and everyone was at home taking selfies, you know? So <laughs> it was like selfie year of everyone just online. And I remember getting really insecure and being like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I don't look like that or I don't, you know, have that relationship. I'm forever alone, you know, like all these things. Yeah. And then it came down to it. My, my counselor said to me, you know, combat that with gratitude. So for every picture that you see or everything that you see of, you know, oh man, that person looks really good. I wish I had abs, right? And then say, well, I don't have abs, but I love, you know, my legs or I love this or I love something to combat it with, with gratitude because hate really can't enter into a grateful heart. Yeah. So, um, so true and so real. And, and also I, I know you both talked about being Christian. I myself am Christian as well. So I would love to hear as well, how has your faith, you know, has that been an aid to you, a strength to you? What does that look like kind of in your, your day-to-day -day life as well? Has that been something that's helped you during this time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. First, first answer is a hundred percent. There's a lot behind it just because with losing someone to suicide, there's so many questions and like, mm -hmm. we're not, we're not God and we, we don't, we're not going to know what was going on in Sam's brain. Mm -hmm. Like we could, we could have our own struggles. We could talk to a lot of people about suicide. If like they've, their own struggles with suicidal like ideations or anything but like we're not god and we're not going to understand everything mm -hmm. and so like losing sam there's been a lot of questions with faith there's been a lot of questions with like why um why if sam was so christian and christ-like why didn't christ save him like, I'm not going to lie, That's that's been a constant question yeah. that I still battle with daily, and our family does, but Christ is everything. I think our faith in Christ, or my faith in Christ, speaking for me, is my foundation to why I'm still going, why, why, I'm, not, why I'm not a wreck and just caught up in alcohol, drugs, or whatever, like, why I'm not just stuck. Is because of Christ and my faith in Him. He's been a backbone. Um, whether that's me realigning with Christ every day, trying to serve others, I think that's probably the hugest thing. Um, and just praying and my faith in Him has been rocky. Like my faith in general has been rocky these past three and a half years. But it also has strengthen so much and it's not like i believe my faith is unwavering just because i know i know it's true and i know christ like he's my savior mm -hmm. and i just i focus on that yeah i would say it's crazy 
how much um that i've been through we've been through um sam's death but all other things that have changed my life um there's been one thing that actually um has stayed and even a deeper deep in my relationship with um jesus christ that's the one of the biggest blessings of my life um going through so much pain over the last three years three and a half years i'm super grateful super blessed to deeper like to know him and better my relationship with him even through the hard times i think of like there's different people that talk about it but like the real definition of faith is like not knowing and still believing like that it's not faith if you already know the path if you already know like every answer yeah so i i'm super blessed to know a real faith in him and i think that's a big reason why i've um strengthened my relationship so he he has really been um my rock during the grieving process and going through other things in my life it's it's literally been him he, he's a part of my, our health yeah like, we it know is. it's spiritual health as well yeah yeah absolutely i think spiritual health is a real thing that people you know i'd encourage them to, to lean into because for me my faith did get me through some of the darkest moments of my life you know i felt like god was kind of shining a light in those moments and even when i didn't want to accept it he was there and mm -hmm. um you know they always the quote you know where they say you know if, if you feel distant from god who moved and for me it was like i was running for a long time but i finally kind of found a lot of peace and joy in that and you know i know everyone has their their different beliefs and i completely respect that but yeah. um it, it's nice to hear that it's also helped you as well um because it i've had some really amazing moments um it was actually someone else's prayer that led them to calling me right before my suicide attempt that saved my life and i literally answered the phone and that person on the other end of the phone said Haley, I'm, I'm driving. Um, I was praying about you and God told me I needed to call you right now. And it was literally that moment that it was just, there's no explanation for that, you know? Um, wow. But for me, it was, yeah, like you said, it's faith. It's not knowing. It's, it's not knowing why. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's what we're here for. Is, mm -hmm. is to find that connection, whether it's with God, whether it's with other people, whether it's with, you know, whatever it is, right? Um, I think that's kind of been a theme throughout our conversation is connection. It's, it's mm -hmm. very beautiful. So, yeah. And thank you for our connection. This has been awesome to chat mm -hmm. with you and, and get to know you, both of you and, and your story and especially your brother's story. Um, and so, you know, as we're wrapping things up here, uh, my favorite question that I always ask on every podcast interview, and I, I love getting to hear the answers because it's so genuine and it's so real, is what would you tell someone who's listening to this right now how to survive this suck? What would be your advice? What would be something that you would tell them for those that are in the suck and are trying to survive? That's that's a very deep and raw question. The those are the best questions. Mm -hmm. I think my first, like what comes to my mind is after losing Sam, coming home, life is different now. Our best friend is gone. There's a hole in our heart. I, I was suffering 
with my own depression and I, a lot of the days i just couldn't get out of bed and i didn't like physically like it, it like mentally I, I was just it was hard but it led to me just like physically not getting out of bed less just for just like a workout or like hanging out but like most of the day i just couldn't get out of bed and my advice to my my younger self and then the people that are surviving the suck right now would be focus on that day that moment and overcome that like a lot of the times we just get ourselves out and we scare ourselves into thinking we need to have it all figured out like thinking about that time when I was in bed or like just after Sam like committed suicide, we got a lot of questions like, what are you guys going to do now? Are you guys going to go back on your missions? Are you going to go to college? Like you don't need to have it figured out. You don't need to know everything because no one does. It's like you need, you need to put your trust in God and then focus on the day to day. Like you need to, know that there's going to be hard times but if you focus day to day focus on the growth that you're experiencing that's all that matters and just i i put my trust in god and yeah that, that would be mine i'd say advice i would give to others is uh remember that there's always um a brighter future there's always hope um it's advice that i need to hear every day every moment is just always hope for a better future even if it doesn't feel like it um to have that hope is is key and to know that you're 100 percent worth um it right now you don't need to act in a different way to be worth it um you're who you are you're 100 percent worth um what you want um yeah Quit, quit, like like I said before, quit trying to compare yourself to someone you don't even know that maybe is on social media or you, you've looked up to them. They're, they're human too. Um, know that you're 100% worth the results. You're worth a better life. Um, and something tactical I can leave with you guys' advice um, is towards self-love is learn to just, like Joe was saying, learn about the moments can't learn to celebrate the smallest wins um during the day that's something that's been huge in my physical and mental health journey is like all right i got up in the morning and i i got moving i i drank water to hydrate myself and i got to the gym and i um started work that that's huge if you don't celebrate it then you don't you miss out on gratitude you miss out on um bettering your mental health for like for real um if you don't celebrate your small moments it's going to be hard to feel that joy so focusing on that you're already 100 percent worth it but do celebrate those small ones that's what i believe wow beautiful thank you both very much for sharing your own personal journeys um thank you for sharing sam's story i think you know in memory of Sam that we have this conversation today is very beautiful. And um, 
very real for everyone who's listening, who's experienced suicide loss and also might be in the suck and can relate to what you're going through. And, and I love those tactical, um, you know, tips of self-care. And then also with, with Joe, you talking about faith in God and really just leaving it to him, I think is very beautiful. There's a lot of joy and freedom and letting go. And also, um, Jake, I think you talked about hope and something that got me through some of my darkest days was knowing that hope stands for hold on pain ends and knowing that it is temporary. And that's really what hope is about. So thank you both so much for your amazing words, uh, conversations, your heart, your genuineness, um, just so the audience knows they did not get any questions beforehand. So this was completely <laughs> genuine, completely on yeah, on the spot from the heart, but they both, you both did amazing. And so thank you so much again. Um, is there anything you want to add before we wrap up? I think that's no, all. this was amazing. Was great. We're so blessed to be here. Just want to leave with the audience. Just continue to fight choose to stay the world's not better without you in it amen to that well thank you everyone for listening i hope that you can continue to survive the suck i also know during this time it's a really really tough time for people grieving the holiday season so take extra care of yourself Uh, give yourself extra grace as jake said celebrate those small wins um, and know that you have friends and all three of us we're rooting for you we're praying for you um, and we want you to stay just like you said joe so thank you everyone for listening hope that you can continue to survive the suck enjoy the holiday season recharge hang out with friends family go where the light is and go where hope and love is that's what it's all about so thank you both for your conversation today and thank you for listening <laughs>